This is News Talk. And that daft.ie report dominating the front pages. Kind of depressing headline on the front of the Irish Examiner. Just 716 homes to rent across the country. And as we were saying yesterday here on Breakfast Briefing, a population of 5 million people and to think that there's only seven or 800 places to rent for those 5 million, uh, some of whom don't have their own property and need to rent. And then we see that landlords are telling people to get out of properties as well. It all makes for a very difficult situation. The examiner says the number of homes available to rent in Ireland at the start of this month has plunged to a record low of just 716, causing the highest monthly rent increases in more than 15 years. The figure is down from almost 2,500 homes available to rent just a year ago, now the 700 and in the same time period, so in the space of a year, rents have risen by 12.6%. And in Dublin, there's only about two or 300 places to rent for Dublin city centre, the capital city of our country. By the way, the average rent in Dublin now €2,170. Average rent across the country, uh, just over €1,600. That's also on the front of the Irish Independent. Rent prices hit record levels as supply plunges to an all-time low. So this is kind of a perfect storm here. Rents are increasing, supplies decreasing, all making it very, very tough for people trying to rent. Ronan Lyons, who authored the report, Report for Daft.ie will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning uh, to answer some questions and I suppose to tell us what the solution could be to this problem. Staying with accommodation, the Irish Times government urged to act on plan for Ukrainian refugees because apparently the government has yet to act on a proposal to convert vacant buildings into accommodation for Ukrainian refugees on a non-profit basis. And the reason this is important is that the proposal was made months ago by the Housing Commission and some of the largest builders in the state. The Commission uh, approached the Department of Housing back in March. We're now into August. So back in March, the Department uh, was approached by the uh, Commission and essentially <clears throat> said uh, that some builders could carry out work on a pro bono basis with the costs of conversion recoupable after being identif- uh, independently verified. And that plan was backed by Property Industry Ireland, the Irish Home Builders Association and Irish Institutional Property. But the government has not acted on it. Cork property developer Michael O'Flynn was involved in drawing up the proposal and he said that this, despite the best efforts of himself and others, he's disappointed. There's no follow-up to the proposals there. Now, also on the front of the Irish Times, uh, we've more budget kite-flying this morning. Government ministers are understood to favour widening income tax bans as a way of easing the tax burden on middle-income earners over a new 30% rate. So the annual tax strategy group, which is going to be published by the Department of Finance today, will set out the advantages and disadvantages of each approach. The introduction of a new 30% rate will benefit more than a million taxpayers. However, government sources are understood to believe that such a move would involve a big upheaval of an already complex tax system. So instead, it'll be favouring widening uh, the income tax bans. So Leo Radker might be happy with that because this 30% tax rate was his idea and he asked Minister Pascal Donoghue to investigate it. Irish Daily Mail goes weather warning for 18 counties. Of course, the papers this morning, as you would expect, 
expect lots of lovely photographs of people out by the sea uh, on beaches enjoying the weather around the country. Uh, the Mail says a weather warning has been issued for 18 con- counties as temperatures surge close to 30 degrees, a record not seen for the month of August in 27 years. And that's all kind of nice that people are enjoying the weather. But the second paragraph, Irish Water urges people to cut down on their use. We heard Irish Water safety warning people about the dangers of swimming in the warm weather. I heard on our news here on News Talk last night, uh, the Road Safety Authority has warnings that the tar could melt and that can be very dangerous. So we've all the usual uh, warnings from all the different groups, but also the news on, in the papers that the weather is going to be nice for the next while. The Irish Daily Mirror, gigs cheated on me with eight women, and the Irish son, he came at me and headbutted me, I could taste blood. Ryan Giggs' ex-girlfriend yesterday told a court how she could taste the blood after he allegedly headbutted her. Kate Greville broke down in tears as she said of the Man United legend, he came at me from nowhere and headbutted me. Now, inside the papers this morning, big feature on e-bikes and e-scooters in the Irish Times takes up nearly a full page and the news about e-scooters is that two people have died and 42 more people suffered serious injuries from collisions involving e-scooters since 2020. The figures released by the Road Safety Authority come as work continues on legislation to regulate e-scooter use, which we've been talking about for I'd say at least two years now here on News Talk about regulating e-scooters, what needs to happen. They're still working on it. The RSA said the data is provisional and based on incidents that were reported to Gardaí and recorded on the Pulse system. So that's two people have died and 42 suffering serious injuries. Separately, figures given to the Irish Times by Gardaí show 535 traffic incidents involving e-scooters in the first nine months of 2021. 136 of those involved in a collision. And the Irish Times has also been looking at hospitals Connolly, the matter, and Kappa uh, looking at the kinds of injuries suffered by e-scooter users. So if you're interested in that, a uh, big, big report in the Irish Times today. Um, now, staying with the Irish Times, we have a hero Garda in our midst, a young Garda member, a former competitive swimmer, has told how she dived into the River Liffey at the weekend and rescued an unconscious man floating face down under the boardwalk. This is Garda Sarah Lynham, uh, who then pulled the non-responsive man from the water before performing CPR and reviving him. And you just think how lucky we are that we have people like this in the Garda force. The incident occurred on Friday, quarter to two in the afternoon, broad daylight. Garda Lynham was on beach patrol in the city centre and a call came in uh, that a man was in distress on the boardwalk and then they heard that he'd got into the water or fell into the water. Garda Lynham ran from the GPO and hopped into the water and saved his life so well done to her now what else do we have the Irish Examiner this morning if your car is waiting for the NCT I know some of you are waiting a long long time to get your NCT because there are some delays but there's a great story this morning in the Examiner a 72 year old car was among the nearly 1.4 million NCT car test and retest carried out last year and the 72 year old car passed its NCT on the first go 
I know of cars that are maybe six, seven years old that fail on the first go. 72 years old and it passed the NCT at the first attempt. Uh, they also have figures three 40-year-old cars had to get another go at the NCT to pass the test, according to figures released to TD Brendan Griffin. Uh, and of the 1.4 million NCTs carried out, 76.7 million euro was raised from motorists. So a lot of money being earned with the NCT test, as well as what they would say is making our roads safer. 30% of retests were free because they did not require the use of test equipment. Basically, the team just goes in, looks at the car and says, yeah, Grant, you fix that problem that we told you about. Cars that were 13 years old were the second most tested. So lots of people still have cars that are fairly old. But anyway, big report in the Irish Examiner on that. And final story for you comes from the Irish Independent. If you're a man looking for love, you need to get a dog. But actually, according to the Indo, you need to get a small dog. So we know it's a tactic that's been employed uh, on dating apps where men in particular pose with dogs because they try and look more attractive to women. But now academics have found that a cute little dog really may help men win the affections of women because when a man is walking a small dog, he is seen as less intimidated, intimidating sorry, as when he is alone. Women feel safer, calmer and more in control if a man has a small dog. Fascinating research there from southern Spain uh, which looked at people with small, medium or large dogs and men are more attractive if they have a pint-sized pooch, we are told. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk.